Hi there, and welcome back to Get Real with Real Estate, where experts bring you insight. We have an awesome episode for you today. One of our agents, Jason Kidwell, will be bringing you some stories about his first listing presentation, and I think you're going to love what he has to say. But before we get into that, we are going to bring you today's featured listing. Today's listing is 604 South Sumney Town Pike in North Wales. This is a beautiful historic home built in 1929, and you're not going to want to miss it. It even has a dungeon-themed tasting room. So be sure to follow us at Moments Marketing and Keller Williams Real Estate on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hey, everyone. I am here with Jason. Jason, thanks for being on the show. Thanks so much for having me. So maybe we could start with you telling us a little bit about how you got started on our team. Yeah, absolutely. My first role on the Moments Marketing team was as the ISA. I was making cold calls. Uh, It lasted about eight months. So I would come in for about four hours a day. I would prospect. I would follow up with emails. I would engage people on Facebook who were commenting or messaging the team page. I was basically just trying to drum up more cleansed leads for our agents to follow up with. In the real estate business, we see a lot of leads uh, with a very low conversion rate. So it was part of my job to focus my time on the people who were at the top of the funnel and move them to the point that they were ready um, to meet with an agent. So part of my job was to build a relationship, the kind of relationship the team wants um, with clients and eventually work with them to the point they're ready to start looking at houses and get pre-approved. Awesome. So that's where you started. So I know we're going to talk a little bit today about your first listing presentation. Maybe walk us through how you got to the place where you had a listing presentation because I know that can seem difficult, especially for a lot of new agents. Yeah, absolutely. So the first the first two weeks I spent back on the team, I, I graduated from Temple. I have a legal studies degree from Temple and I had done that part-time and full-time for the past year and a half. Um, you know all about it. We, we did it while we were married, so it was a very trying period of time where it was a lot of nights, a lot of weekends. I was doing homework, so we're just glad to have that behind us. But the first two weeks back in the real estate business was spent mostly prospecting and brushing up on, on training. So. I was working with what we call the accelerator program, which is maybe you can tell us a little bit about it. It's a lead generating tool. Yeah. So, uh, essentially our team works with uh, a marketing company and they develop these very high level, uh, ad campaigns. A lot of them run through Facebook and on the internet. Um, so they generate a lot of leads through registration forms and things of that nature. Uh, so that's what we use to bring in a, a high volume of, of leads. Right, right. So we we're working with, I have 150 people to follow up with right now who are all in the area, have been on our website for a period of time, uh, and we're, we're doing them a courtesy by calling, at, calling them, reaching out, and, and helping them focus in their search and and learn a little bit about what's on the market right now and what the market looks like right now because a very small part of your job is actually spent looking for properties. The biggest thing people can hire you for is helping to write that offer that will get them the home that they want. So that's how I got in touch with the homeowners in Harleysville for my first listing consultation. Uh, they They found themselves in a position where the market was great, 
they had a they had a, a lease for the past seven years that uh, finally um, finally expired. So the current resident was moving out, the tenant was moving out, and they were considering putting it back on the rental market to get another renter in. But they've looked at the market, and the market is at such a great point for for selling that they couldn't they couldn't get around the fact that they were going to get a lot of money for their home. Um, and they they were working with another agent, so I knew that right away because we were we were texting, and we got to the point where we texted, and she said, "Can we just hop on the phone?" Uh, and I did. I called her, and we had a good discussion about it. She wanted to hear what my team did as far as marketing, and another great thing uh, that she mentioned about the team was that we offer staging. We have a professional stager on the team. That was what drew her in. Um, and she let me know right off the bat. She said, I have an agent. We are moving forward with her. She's a family friend. This property belonged to my mom. And my mom passed away two months ago. And this was a friend of hers. And her mom happened to be a realtor. So this was somebody they had done business with before. They had probably, she said that she knew this woman as a kid. So probably over 30 years of of experience, you know, getting to know this, this other agent. So I knew I was really up against mm-hmm. it going into this consultation. So it was you against the family friend, essentially. Yeah, kind of. And not, not that it's against, it's just, I wanted to give them a clear choice. That choice was obviously me, but I wanted to let them know, Hey, sometimes, sometimes you have to do what's best for you. It's, if you're going in for an important surgery, you don't hire the doctor that you know from church or the one that you know you've you've met at the park or at a jog or at the gym. You go with the one that's best qualified for the job. Even though it was my first listing consultation, I really believe that I am the best agent for that job. So when I met with them, so we we, we picked a time for me to come over, look at the property, and I basically said my team uh, my team is a group of of professionals that has worked the area for about 35 years of experience all between us right so even though i didn't have close to that amount of experience cumulatively right cumulatively my team has 35 years of experience and there's not one problem i would run into during the listing process process that i wouldn't bring back to my team and discuss with all the seasoned agents so that's why you can have a lot of confidence going into these things as a new agent, even though I really, at the time, I was I was feeling pretty anxious about it because this was my first one. Mm-hmm. This was something that I felt like going into it, I felt like I really had to cover up the fact that this was going to be my first listing consultation and somehow put together some crazy presentation that would win them over. Um, Really what I needed to do was just work the the fundamentals of sales. So we can talk about that in a minute. But first, um, I want to talk about what I did to prepare prepare for that meeting. Um, It started with talking with Jeff, our team leader, and he has such a massive amount of knowledge and experience that he could just he could just get into it, you know, in about half an hour, maybe an hour of talking to him, I knew exactly what I wanted to go in with. So just to add in here, for any new agents listening, would then one of your kind of suggestions be if you're a new agent Mm -hmm. and you're struggling to feel confident, something that's really beneficial is getting 
on a team with an experienced agent so that you can go into presentations like this one feeling confident? Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't have had, I wouldn't have close to the amount of confidence that I had at the time because I talked with somebody who has done this hundreds of times, hundreds of times, and has successfully won a lot of them. And, I, and Jeff is one of the most successful agents in the area. So I'd suggest hitching your wagon to the best, finding the best agents around. If it's not our team, go out, find those high producing teams and, and, and get plugged in, become a part of the team. Um, you will never stop seeing the benefit from being on a great real estate team. Awesome. So, so you, you've climbed the mountain of getting your first listing presentation, which is half the battle, mm -hmm. but then the other half of the battle is preparing and coming into it feeling like you have the best possible shot right. and you're going to help them make an educated decision. Right. So what did you do to prepare? So here at Moments, we have a marketing campaign that is a little bit different. We like to say a little bit different and a little bit better than everyone else's. So we have a fantastic, fantastic marketing campaign that is headed up by Claire. Um, we do a combination of Facebook marketing, Instagram. It's put out on the MLS. We do staging, professional pictures, all the rest of it. There's so many great benefits. You can find all the information about it on our website. That's where I sent her first. Was take a look at the website, read this information in preparation for our presentation. Now, I wish that I had stressed that more. I mean, advice to two week, two weeks younger Jason. I mean, if I would have stressed that a little bit more. I, I would have gone in with better chances of getting it, especially knowing that I was up against some fierce competition. Um, I I sent the I sent the website link. I sent over our Facebook page. I sent her example properties that we've listed. I showed her ads that we had run on Facebook. I showed her videos we had done. I sent all this information. What I should have done is I should have spread it out over a longer period of time. And granted, we were coming off of vacation, so I wasn't working, and I had. Um, the weekend and then this was Monday night so I, I didn't have a whole lot of time to spread this out but what I wish I would have done was for a, a week prior as long as, as as long as you can before the presentation keep dripping great content and it helps when you have a professional team that has all this stuff done and it's not like you have to go out and create it yourself so for example um, just so I understand what you're saying we have a website that's very well done so what you would suggest is sending specific pages on the website like we have a page on our website that mm -hmm. outlines our marketing plan we have mm -hmm. a page that talks about um, selling your house we have different content and different articles on our page as well as all of our social media pages right. so are you then suggesting um, that in the time that you have leading up to the presentation slowly drip those different pages um, different things about the team yeah absolutely absolutely yeah, it will only help your chances. And what I found out when I got there was that she didn't see a lot of it. Hmm. And I asked, and I, I behaved as if she did. I, I said, as you saw on the website, as you saw on Facebook. And the more I talked to her there, the more that I knew she hadn't looked at it. She hadn't spent the time doing that. And I could tell that she wished that she did because she asked a lot of questions about it. Um, and I think that her curiosity curiosity was piqued. Um, I wish that I wish that I had more time to send those different things. And another thing that really would have helped my chances 
there was another. I knew about a, a another agent. If I hadn't known, I would have asked. She threw it out there very quickly. I don't think everyone is as quick to do so, so it wouldn't hurt to ask. Hey, are you? By the way, are you interviewing other agents for this listing? And if so, I'd like to be last. Say. If, if, you know, if, if we decide to, if you, if it doesn't work for you, if you don't want to do that, if you don't want to give me, you know, that courtesy of going last, you know, are you comfortable with moving forward after our first consultation? And, and if you feel that you know all that you have, have to, to make a decision, uh, are you comfortable doing that at our first meeting? If not, and you'd like to compare it with all the other marketing campaigns and efforts by all the other realtors you'd like to interview, can I please go last so that you have something to compare my marketing plan with? Hmm. that's something I wish I would have done. Because if I would have gotten her last, it would have been a whole different story. We'll get there. So I'm there at the consultation. I'm walking through the house. I'm a new agent. I worked construction. I worked in houses in my teenage years. But I don't know as much about houses as some of, the, as some of these seasoned agents. But I was able to talk with Jeff about the things that really, really count. And it's not really in your job description as a realtor to know the nuts and bolts of a house just just well enough so that you could bring your client's attention to something that maybe they need to fix. So when we, when we were walking through the house, I was able to make some comments about some old hardware on the sinks that may need to be replaced, some dripping faucets that should be fixed, different things, common sense stuff that, you know, if you put your buyer's head on, you can quickly notice. Um, I think that is the most helpful advice. And don't feel like you have to fill in the silences with talking, going from room to room. Ask them questions. Ask them questions. Oh, whose bedroom was this? Ask them, oh, is there anything you've updated in the kitchen here since you bought it? Different questions that take the spotlight off of you and take some of the pressure off. Let them do some of the work. It's not, it's not your show. Um, I think that would have been helpful to mm. remember in the moment. Um, Definitely uh, having a faster <laughs> consultation, a, a shorter one than I did. I was there for an hour. What do you What do you think is a good amount of time to plan on spending? Well, Jeff says it should be 15 minutes long. So I think that's really short and really sweet. Really fast. I think that I think that doing things short and sweet keeps people more curious. Hmm. I felt like I needed to really bond with these people because I was a newer agent. I'm thinking. I'm younger than them. Building I need them exactly. I need them to know that I'm competent. I need them to know that I'm intelligent, and I know a lot about real estate. I have a legal studies degree. I have. I'm two classes away from getting my real estate minor. Like I, I learned a lot about this business. I shouldn't have had to compensate. I should have let my confidence shine through. Keep it quick and simple. Take a look at the house. This is. I got what I need to needed to know to give you a good valuation from our time spent looking around the house. Here's my marketing plan. Do you have any questions for me? Mm -hmm. And if I would have kept it short and sweet like that, they were selling to me my own services. They were telling me why they thought the staging would be so good. They thought that the Facebook marketing was phenomenal because they thought the type of person, and I did ask, I said, what kind of person do you think is going to buy this house? Hmm. They said, well, it's somebody I think I really like that you're going to do a lot of Facebook marketing because the type of person that's on Facebook or the age of the person, I can't remember what exactly said. The, the our buyer, right, our buyer is looking on Facebook. I really like that you do Facebook marketing. And what I should have done is said, great, all right, let's get this on Facebook as soon as possible. Here's the listing contract. Mm -hmm. It's like right here it says I'll market on the MLS. By the way, I can, I can, I will absolutely market it on Facebook as well. 
Mm-hmm. Let's let's do this. And I should have had the contract there with them. And what I was hearing from Jeff, who has a very different skill set than me, his the way that he would do a, a listing consultation is probably similar. But my skill set would be to perhaps bring the contract out. And the, uh, when I say skill set, I mean the way that I would go about getting the listing. Sure. Um, looks a little bit different, I think. And everyone has to go and learn what works best for themselves. Right. Everyone has their own unique style to bring right. to the table. Jeff, from his confidence, from his experience, everyone just wants to work with him. Doesn't matter if they interview 100 agents, they're going to go with Jeff most of the time. So <clears throat> he doesn't send, he doesn't push a contract at the meeting. Now, many agents bring a contract out in the meeting, during the consultation. I wish I would have done that. Right, and you have to find what works for you. Absolutely. And in this instance, if I had the contract there with me, I could have said, here's here's what I charge in commission. Here's what is on the other side, total 5.5%, you know, or 6%, whatever, whatever your team does. And I should have said, here are here's what I offer. Here's the closing cost. If we list at this price, here's your, you know, your, your – Whatever, whatever it would be that would make them feel the most comfortable for them. It was the closing cost. That would be something I wish I would have had done sooner. Um, and said, hey, you've heard about the services my team offer. Here's the contract. <laughs> yeah. It should have been that simple. Yeah. And they would have signed it. They would have signed it that day. But what I didn't, what I didn't do was push the contract and I didn't close them. In the meeting, I made no attempt. I, and they basically, I let the ball go in their court, and they said, <laughs> they said, okay, okay, okay. So uh, just get back to us on what you can offer, because we got into it about commission a little bit. And they said, well, get back to us with your offer, right? Like go back to your team leader to see what you can do about it. And I didn't even volunteer to do that. They were pushing me around a little bit. They were, they were flexing their older muscles, and they were probably thinking, well, let's just let's make him work for this because we do have another agent, and you know that's fine. That's, you kind of expect that. Um, but what I should have done is push the contract, not let them have that territory, so to speak. Keep to, the ball in your exactly, court. Exactly. To, to let myself be the, almost not the decision maker, but the conversation guider. Have control of that conversation because mm-hmm. ultimately our job is to be salespeople. And if I can't close the deal there, how can they expect that? Or have the confidence in me to close on somebody else who's buying their house, mm-hmm. right? Like we're professional real estate salespeople. Um, if I would have, uh, if I wouldn't have given them that period of time. So what ended up happening was um, they began to agonize over a decision which agent to go with, and the other agent they hadn't even talked to her, and because I said at the end of the at the end of the consultation I said. Well, I said, if you are comfortable with making a decision, great. If not, you know, interview that other agent and, and get back to me. And that's when they said, okay, okay, just make us an offer and, and, and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon. We'll, we'll be in touch. And they agonized over which a- agent to use. I mean, it, it got, a little bit, got a little bit nutty. So essentially, the end of the appointment comes. You finish your pitch, so to speak but then you leave the ball in their court right. between you or the family friend. Yep. And it sounds like you you are happy with the job that you did explaining the services and that they understood why you were likely the best choice, mm-hmm. but then you left them with the decision of choosing the best choice or choosing the family friend, and they agonized over that decision. Yeah. 
And what it came down to for her was I'd rather lose money going with my family friend than picking somebody else who might be a little bit more proactive in the marketing. And she said, and this is another thing, the, 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 it was a seller who thought they knew everyone, everything because they grew up around realtors. It's a lot of, uh, oh, a lot of people. It, yeah. And yeah, it, it's, it's, you know, a lot of people are that way. And she said, since we're in such a hot, hot market, I don't think it matters how much marketing is done. It's going to sell at this price. I don't even care what you list it at. It's going to sell at this price. And I was able to challenge her on that a little bit because she had some of her information incorrect. She thought that one of the comps down the road sold at least 15000 higher than it actually did. So, no, that's not that's not true at all, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I basically laid out, hey, to get the best terms and conditions in your offer, it's not about I, – I believe I could, I could sell it at the price you're talking about. But it's about getting it in front of as many people as possible to bring out the best terms and conditions in the offer. So just to highlight on that for a minute, so especially during a very hot seller's market, something that you suggest capitalizing on in a listing presentation Mm -hmm. where you're discussing marketing efforts, et cetera, focus on the terms and conditions instead of just the ability to sell the house. house. Right, right, right. Because you can – Honestly, you could go out and throw a for sale by by owner sign out front, and you'd probably find someone who's willing to buy your house. Sure. It's not about that. It that's not what a realtor does. A realtor isn't just a sign, mm-hmm. you know, or a, a friendly face at the open house. A realtor has marketing power. A realtor has contacts, and a realtor has so many different tools to get the word out there that your house is on the market. And, and can sell it for the highest possible price in the shortest period of time. Mm-hmm. That's what a realtor's job is. And also advocating for the client and, and negotiating on their behalf. Of course, of course. So it, it came down to this choice, and I'm telling you, she strung me along to the very last minute. <laughs> she could not make a decision. They ended up meeting with us, this other realtor, and she texted me and said, Hey, Jason, I feel absolutely terrible. She said, if I did not, if I did not have this family friend, I would have listed you with you in a heartbeat, but since she is such a good friend of the family, I'm going to be going with her. Thank you so much for your time. And then she ended up texting me a week later uh, saying, I really, really want you to bring the buyer because we want you to collect the commission. We want you to, you know, um, work on the other half, uh, on the other half of the transaction. They wanted to give you something. I'm like, you know, listen, I said, I will do my absolute best. I'm thinking, who who could I send this house to? But um, <laughs> that's not really how it works. So just to go back to something you said for a moment, um, they really agonized over this decision, and you said you had you wish you had guided the conversation a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Do you think if you had kind of guided their decision, you could have not made the decision for them, but in a way Put made the decision? In the right direction. Yeah. Put them in the right direction and made that decision less agonizing yeah. because you took took some of that away from them. Oh, yeah. I, I almost set it up perfectly wrong from the beginning. What I should have done is let them interview family friend and then, and then say, hey, let me come in and give a second opinion. And that's – honestly, if, if they would have done that, they might have been the type of people who ended up giving that, giving that listing to – um, the family friend after the first meeting and never going on to, to interview me at all. 
And you just don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But what I should have done is is closed on them and say it could have been as simple as rather than agonizing over a decision for two weeks, like I, I know this is going to be really hard for you if you have to go back after talking with the other agent. You know, your only obligation to her exists in your in your head. I mean, you're not right. – and obviously I would say it like that. It would be something like um, you're not obligated to use the other agent, and she can absolutely bring the buyer. Mm-hmm. If you really want, if you really want to see her, you know, collect some of the commission, she can bring a buyer. Mm-hmm. It's like we're we're the right fit to list your house. I'm here in front of you. You're going to sell this at the best possible price, the best possible conditions, all that good stuff. Um, and if I would have done that, and like I said, brought the contract out, mm-hmm. I'd probably have that listing right now. And a lot of that too is I think it, it's not necessarily looking at it just from the aspect of oh I want to close this this seller it's mm-hmm. look I'm going into this I truly believe that I am the best possible agent to go with for this person mm-hmm. and I want to help them see that I want to take away some of the stress of making the decision so I can guide their decision to the best possible outcome so it's it's also looking to to their best benefit as well mm-hmm. and trying to make it as easy and painless a process for them as possible oh definitely definitely yeah it, it should never come to the point that you're absolutely agonizing over what the best fit is. And we were, we were on the phone three or four different times. She's just, I don't know. I don't know what to do, Jason. I, It's like kicking my dead mother to give Oof. it to a different – that's what she said. It's like kicking my dead mother to give it to a different agent. That's a tough first listing like, presentation to go lady, into. I'm like, I, listen, I, I'm saying, seriously, I just want to do what's best for you. Mm-hmm. I, I really – I don't want you to have to agonize over this. I want you to give it to me and be oh, relieved that this is, you know, right. not something that's on the table anymore. It's like and you genuinely, this burden is off your shoulders. You genuinely, genuinely believe you can offer her the best service, and I think that's part right. of it is going into it being confident that you are the best. You are going to offer them the best service, right. so it doesn't feel like you're faking it or just trying to close them, but it oh, feels no. like you genuinely know that and confident or that you – in the fact that you can offer them the best possible service. Absolutely. Yeah, big time. And that that mindset is most of this business I'm learning. It's mm-hmm. knowing I'm the best. I am the best. I can do the best job for this person because mm-hmm. of my team, because of my skill set. Mm-hmm. I'm best equipped to help you. And there can be no there can be no lack of confidence in that. Mm-hmm. Um I think I had that going into this listing. I really did. I really felt confident. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I didn't have some of the experience that would have really helped. Sure. Um, and it was a tough one. It was. Boy, I mean, what a tough first one. The the to. fact that you had someone considering you so seriously when it was such such a tough tough situation going <laughs> into it. I mean, I think that's definitely something to feel accomplished in. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's just there. Are, number two pays nothing in this business, so. Um, but the next one will be successful. The next one is going to be successful. And I actually have two lined up. Nice. And, and I have been successful. Um, and we'll do another uh, another episode on thoughts after uh, getting yeah, the your... First, the getting the first listing sold. <laughs> getting the first listing sold. And then we'll come back with more insights after that. So Great. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing your, uh, your story and a lot of 
a lot of really awesome insight. I think this is going to be super helpful to especially new agents, but just agents in general, because I feel like you can always be learning um, from other agents in the business and there's always more to learn, helpful insight and uh, all that good stuff. So yeah. it's a bit of a different perspective to hear it from somebody new in the business. Yes. And uh, for some of you, you are the family friend that I'll be competing with. <laughs> Others are always competing against the family friends. So yep. either way, helpful insights, I'm sure. Definitely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jason. It was wonderful having you on. Of course, I am biased, but I love having uh, you on here with me. I hope everyone enjoyed. Again, be sure to check us out. Um, Moments Marketing and Keller Williams Real Estate. You can always visit our website, www.moments.realestate, and uh, be sure to tune in for our next episode.